<laughs> I told you what they had to do. Ah, I love the pain of Boston fans sulking and just mired in this misery of not. What's going amazing is, let me just put a little context to this. Now, first of all, it's past our bedtime. Let's just let's just. Put, the, this, is the, this is the latest yeah. podcast in Ten Wires history, right? So, anyway, never started a pod at eleven thirty-seven, and the first thing he said was, "But nothing dramatic happened because this could have been completely different if, if somehow the Celtics match league came off and what." All right, but so, no, so background to this, I left when it was about 30 seconds left. Warriors were up 104 and 97. I say, all right, it seems safe. I can leave home now, get by John in time for the game to be completely over. But as I was pulling up into the driveway, I had this weird feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, shit, I didn't check my phone at all in the drive here. What if Jason Tatum hit a three, then they got a steal and hit another three? Like, something crazy happened. Reggie Miller, yeah. You're thinking Reggie Miller stuff. The worst could happen. It's the finals. It was one of those games. But it's all tied up at two. This is now... Best of three? It's now a best of three series, guys. It's now a best of three series. Warriors regain home court and... Obviously, any we're going to get to all the terrible stuff that happened in this game, but best game of the series, I think one of the best games of the playoffs to me because this has been a year when we've had ebbs and flows, blowout after blowout. This was an intense game, I feel, from the first quarter right to the end of it. I would say this felt like a regular game in these finals where it was close for three quarters, and this one was a little closer in the fourth quarter yeah. going into like three minutes into the game. But if I feel like every single game has had close, 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 third quarter, one team blows out on the fourth. You, you know what it's been? It's been close throughout, I would say, for most of the first half. Warriors own the third, and then the Celtics own the fourth. Yeah. That's, that's how it happened over the course of these few games. But the biggest thing is it's... And this is where you're now going to have to look at it. You're now telling the Warriors... And, and, there was a part of the game, and you spoke about it last time. Ain't no time to be sitting on the bench. No. S- Steph Curry's on the bench, and it's just like... But did you notice in that fourth quarter, I think it got to like uh, 10 minutes, and Curry was like, all right, that's enough of this. Yeah. Shit. No, 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 <laughs> but yeah. Like, that's enough. Everyone's complaining, should we shorten the season? You know what? This is not... this. The time to get rid of your legs is now. And uh, listen, we got to start with Steph, because that performance that he put on... The Boy. shots that Steph was making, and I know everybody, everybody's enamored with the slashers and the big dunks, and that's amazing, but that game right there is everything you need to know about why people say Steph Curry completely changed the math on basketball. He made being a specific three-point shooter such a skill, and he's mastered it in such a way. You know what? I think I do him a disservice by calling him just a three-point shooter because Steph Curry's game has evolved no, he's, into he's a, so much more than that. He's a, such a big offensive threat. It's ridiculous. Like It's not just a three-pointer. I mean, he could throw an assist here or there, but you have to be more fearful of if he beats you off the dribble and pulls up and shoots a mid-range jumper, that has like an 80% chance of going in. If he dribbles on you, crossover, step back three, that's a 40% chance going yeah, in. Literally, it's just like literally the, analytics like, is saying like, yeah, you're going to get screwed either way. Anything within the line, you're right. It feels like that's automatic. When he was pulling up with when those he, mid-range twos. 
when he drove and he just threw the ball at the free throw line, I was just like, yeah, it's going in. You know, like, what, I was just like, yeah, it's going in. You know what play I love? Gary Payton had an open three-point at the baseline, and then he saw Steph running towards him, and he was like, no, nah, I'll just wait for him and just hand the ball off to him like a quarterback and then just let Steph chuck that one up. And they had several players like that in that but offense. You know what happened today uh, with the game that really changed the momentum? Draymond getting pulled. That too. But... Boy, he played like trash. I, I was in another group. We, 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 <laughs> yeah. He's going to have his own segment. So I think it's when um, Clay hit that three-pointer. Yes. And got his confidence back. And then he literally, because he had a big fourth quarter for but them. You know the thing about Clay, and I think we, we, listen, me and John, we'll be upfront with this. We are Clay Thompson apologists. Like, I, I am always going to be on. Listen, Let's have a 90 minute meeting with Bob Clay. I'm going to say, y'all just don't get it. Because I was in several groups saying, when people talking about him shooting bricks, I'm like, he has to do this in this offense. You can see how they play and how it's designed. But who else you want to shoot? That's my point. Like, you know what I got pissed off does? at? Jordan Poole comes down the court, dribbles three times, looks at Steph, looks at Clay, and says, No, but you, you need his irrational no, confidence. No, no. But, but I understand having it, but at that point, he literally, he literally shot the ball with five seconds off the shot clock. He was just like, uh, Steph, Clay, nah, me. Let's go. Like, mm, that was, I mean, they won the game. So Steph but, was, Steph was amazing. But that's not the, the, look at Draymond. We can go to Draymond now. Boy, that dude don't want to, who's the last person you remember that ain't want to shoot a basketball like that? <sighs> Joel Anthony? Maybe. Maybe like, Joel Anthony. I mean, it was to the point where. Ben Simmons. Like, Ben Simmons' last year with, with Philly. Yeah, Ben Simmons. This is, what it, this is what it looked like. Like, that's what Draymond looks this like This is the progression right of it, boy. Thank God Draymond signed big contracts. It is it is gross. And mm-hmm. I feel like I need to say this every time we record one of these. I get the intangibles. I get how people say he knows the game so well. I get all that running the offense type of stuff. You cannot be playing 38, damn near 40 minutes and scoring two points. No. And those two points came off a putback. And the dunk. Completely. Yeah. Uh, that was that was all Wiggins. Wiggins yeah. uh, drawing two defenders and you coming behind him with the putback. Everything else was awful. Here's my thing. He's no threat offensively. Not, he got nine rebounds, eight assists, four steals. Bro, at least give me six points. I would like I said, I was in another. So, so out rebounded by both Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry. Exactly, but my thing is, oh, they're terrible at rebounding. Still, it doesn't even matter. But but they, they did better today. But you know why they rebounded as a team? Yeah. And I, anyway, I won't go ahead. With your they point. were terrible. But I was I'm in another group, and I said before the game, hot take: Draymond will have more points than fouls. <laughs> Uh, and it's you know what, and it didn't turn out too well with that. Just knowing basketball, it seems like that's an easy bet to make. Yeah. Like if that was something that was offered on Isla Luck Sportsbook, I would take that because it seems like you you're literally thinking he had six fouls last game. I'm thinking he's gonna he's make gonna three get shots. six points. I, gonna, I'm like he's, he's gonna, gonna make at least three at shots. least two shots on a free throw type thing. But no, no. it's just just the no. two points. And the crazy <laughs> thing about it was like right when that happened, you could hear it in Mike Brian's voice that he wanted to say how terrible Draymond was playing. And like he kind of alluded to it a few times. Here's what I'm going to say though. I want you to start betting that Draymond's going to hit a three. I want you to start betting. Every please. game? Every game. Put $5 down every game because you know what? 
When he cashes it's in, gonna it's gonna catch. Gonna it's one's gonna drop. I promise you. John, I promise the, you. One's the, gonna drop. The only way that bet cashes in, this gotta be like an elimination game, and they have it well in hand, and he just shooting it for shits and giggles. That's the no, only way. I feel I like really, it happens. Okay, this is what I feel like is gonna happen, and I really feel this will happen. If it's an elimination game, he's hitting four three pointers. Maybe that's the only time he could play because like, the last time he balled out was the elimination game yeah. when they lost to the Cavs. Like Maybe that's all he got. Game six, Clay and Draymond type. Game thing. seven, Draymond. And oh my, hey! All I'm saying is, boy, he looked bad out there though. Awful. And today was the first game. I don't feel like he complained so much. It's it's like a part of his essence is gone. Yeah. No, it's just like, all right. So you ain't bitching and complaining today? Oh, you know you, you know no, you're no, playing I, terribly. I, no, I think last game was an absolute wake up call. Like he owned that in the post game press conference. He owned that on his podcast. Well, thank God for the nine rebounds and eight assists in this game and four steals. Like thank God for that because without the rest of that stat line, it would have been just as bad as he was but in the other game. Does he but podcast tonight? Because they have to, the fl- but they have to the fly out tonight. He said it doesn't matter. He'll probably podcast on the, the road. Like, it doesn't matter. He mm. said, win or lose, y'all going to no, get no, this no. podcast. I, I know you get, but yeah. when is it coming out? It's going to come out tomorrow. They Like, I'm sure. So I'm he's sure doing the airplane probably. I'm sure they plan for this already. Whether whether the, he's going to do it while they're waiting to board or do it on the airplane, he's going to get the content out. Like, that's. <laughs> if he does nothing else, I wish they had getting content out on the box score. You know. That would have been 100. Who we really have to talk about, though? Oh, boy. Andrew Wiggins played yeah. like six guard. <laughs> that was a six guard performance Play. by Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. really I, was. We said it in the first podcast saying, it's hard to explain that he's a breakout player, but this is what you expect from, like, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to say you expect from him, but it's not you, surprising it's when not he surpri- does it. Because you're just surprising. like, that's what they need. They they need it. Like, that's the that's the most important part plus of this. 20. Plus 20. Plus 20 is plus minus. You needed that third. You need that third guy. Because mm-hmm. Steph is going to shoot it. Clay is going to shoot it. You need the third guy. And the third guy has to be able to create his own shot, which is very important. Steph and Clay are running off screens well, most of the day. <laughs> so, Steph 41 minutes. Clay 41 minutes. Wiggins 43. Guess what? They could keep averaging all of them minutes. You got a lot of time in the offseason to rest. Like Plenty this is time. Hey this Clay, is you're it. coming down to the Bahamas in the summer. We know that. You know, you go to the beaches, you can drink some beer that we're not gonna mention because we're not sponsored by them. Eat some food from places that we're, we're not, not sponsored by. <laughs> so, you know, it's gonna be good. Yo, listen, the NBA space out the finals where you got enough time to rest in between. But what right? I say the last, again what I say the last one, this is going seven. The series is going seven. Like yeah. Watching these first four games, they're going seven. I think Warriors win the next one, go up 3-2, Boston wins game yeah. six at home, and then it goes to seven. Yeah, I I, I have a f- the same feel. I Warriors, for sure, lock that in. They're winning the next game. Then yeah. They're not going to... They're going to will themselves to win that game. And one, of the, one of the glaring things that we mentioned um, coming off of game three was that Boston changed up their strategy so much. In the first two games, they shot more threes than any team through the first two games in the finals in NBA history. In game three, dominated the boards, dominated second chance points. They shot 30 Shot a whole lot of twos. 
Shot 38 threes, but look at the rebounding. The Warriors out-rebounded them, and that's because it was a full team effort. But that's Steph how you have to rebound when you can. That's how you got to do it. Andrew Wiggins had a career high. And see, that's the kind of thing they needed. Look what happened, gang, in, gang, gang. Look what happened in game one. Derek White getting a season high. Al Horford but, getting a career high. You need a Warriors when player When Carter to do was that. sitting right here in this seat, I tried to explain that to him. I was saying, you know, all these people, no, bro, it doesn't matter. It matters. I have it just... Tend to yeah, it matters to, to, to go. It matters, and the thing is, I have more faith, and this is why I was I picked the the Warriors originally before I changed to my Celtics on six. To now, you know what? I'm gonna wait till this next game to decide who's gonna win the series. There's nothing wrong with I, take evolution. I don't I don't care anymore, but I have more confidence that the Warriors, I would say, core or people will put up better numbers than the Celtics because. Jalen Brown is a beast. Let's just put it out there. He's a monster. I think he's better than Tatum. Um, Listen to me, and I don't even feel like that's a hot take at this point. That's not a hot take. That's just reality. I feel like if that ball is in Jalen Brown's hand I'm more more, scared of Jalen, what Jalen Brown... I'll tell you what Tatum has. Tatum just has that that mid-range that if you have a last shot, you want him to take it inside the three-point line. Anything other than that, I want... I went brown down. And the what ball. you describing, I feel like that's just a byproduct of him being like three inches taller. Yeah, and his, his release is yeah, so high. That's, that's when he was playing is. down here in EYBL, that's the first thing I noticed. Like, jeez. His like, release point his, is his high. Release like, he's is high. A, like, you're not blocking the shot. So, uh, Jalen Brown goes for 21 and six, and I'm surprised he only took 19 shots. Like, Okay, see, this is where I have a problem, right? There's no way Jalen Brown should take 19 shots and Marcus Smart takes 18. Like, he's too gifted of an offensive player for this disparity to even be that close. Marcus Smart's going to Marcus Smart. That's the problem. Yeah. But, but Listen, we both have the same fear when Jalen Brown is on the wing mm-hmm. and he gets a full head of steam and he's beating people At off At this the point, I'm taking... I would rather play White than Smart because I feel White's going to make the right basketball move. He's getting a ton of minutes too, though. No, like, he's yeah. getting minutes, but I feel if you put take Smart out and put him with Brown and Tatum, and that's going to be be more deadly. But see, Marcus Smart is defense. He's, yeah, he's still Karen, playing well. And whatever, he, who he's cares? Still, he's blah, still blah, the blah, team they lost. He I flops. You, I love how you call him Karen Smart. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, Karen Smart okay. drew a great flop and ended up fourth thing. quarter. Horford still has one more game. You think he's got another one? Usually, I he's said he done. had two. Oh, okay. I don't know. At the beginning, I said he maybe had maybe that's game six in Boston. He had, but that's the thing. He has one more game. Not if they play in Looney. I feel like Looney is the Horford neutralizer. Let's put it this way: I did not get Steve Kerr. Anyway, go ahead. I'll tell you because I got the, problems with so his rotation. The Warriors are going to win this next game. Yeah, game six is going to be Al Horford's going to have his second game, and then that's it. Like the Celtics are going to be done. Even if he has a game, man, the Warriors might win this in six. So you back to Warriors? <laughs> back to Warriors I, I, I'm just six. thinking because I feel like they really shook the Celtics. Because the Celtics were riding high with all this momentum coming in. Yeah, we have a second game at Boston. Nobody thought the Warriors were going to win this game. I got a good question for you, and I don't know how to answer it because I flip-flop on this at least four to five times over the course of this game. LeBron's the greatest basketball player of all time. Yes, no doubt. 
Who was this a legacy game for? Because I started, like, before the you game, I was, was saying. Steph. No, before the game, I was saying, this is a Draymond legacy game. Oh, absolutely not. John, I was. Absolutely no, not. No, legacy game doesn't no, mean. No, 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 no hold on, hold no, on. No. Let me define legacy game first before. It doesn't mean that I think that person's going to ball out. The legacy no, no, game no, no. just I understand means. What, I know what, like, I'm not stupid. Yeah. I know what legacy means. All it means is we are going to figure out what you are based on this. No, we already figured out what he was the first couple games. So there's no legacy game. He has been consistent <laughs> through the first three games. Okay. And this fourth game solidified I, what we knew in the first three. So there's no legacy. Fair enough. I'm not going to lie. So I watched all of the Warriors media availability, right? And they... Asking um, the reporters, asking Steph and Clay about Draymond and how much confidence they had in him bouncing back, they had me fooled. Like them two had me fooled. What you want them to say? I, but do you want them to have a ninety-minute meeting? I mean, that shit works. <laughs> they should have one. That works. You know what they anyway. need to do? Here's, the, here's what you need to do, Warriors. A ninety-minute, <laughs> a ninety-minute intervention podcast with Draymond Green. Like, you know what? Just do it. Oh, we should have just started the whole thing with 90-minute meetings. But um, so so I started. I tried saying, to, but you missed it at the beginning. I sorry, I apologize. I I uh I thought this was gonna be the Draymond legacy game, and then I said, you know what? Maybe this is the Otto Porter legacy. Oh game. Oh my god! <laughs> no, 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 no. He was the no. ad- he was the adjustment. No, he no. was the adjustment. No, and then Tatum, Tatum comes out. Don't tell me you think it's a Tatum legacy game. But he came out and he hit like what his first three threes. They always hit their first five they shots. Are, I, that was in my notes because I was taking notes. They, they are the greatest first quarter team. I the think of greatest ever first seen. five minutes ever in every single they game. They always hit all of their shots in the first five to seven minutes. It's amazing. You know who this is a legacy game for? Steve Kerr. I, that, fair enough. That, this is what the legacy is for because the whole thing is, is he's getting, he was getting outcoached. Yeah, he was. Yudoku was kicking his ass. Yeah, then that's just blunt. Doing the thing with Draymond changed up everything. It changed up everything. You know what killed me? Because Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy was like, and and yeah, yes, that is a great coaching move, right? But they were saying, this is such a gamble, and Steve Kerr is so brave no, it to, was take Draymond, to take Draymond out of the if game. If you're at this sucking, point. I want you out of the game. At this point, it was 86 to 90. Momentum had completely shifted to Boston. You take Draymond out, the Warriors go on a run and regain the lead. You know why? Because everyone on the floor was a threat. Looney's a threat to score. Looney had 11 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. You got to look beyond the fact that he's not flashy. He's a very effective player. Draymond went one for seven. He's, he's, he's shooting like 10% in, in this series. He's got and, more fouls and points and in then, this series. And then so it turned out to just be a legacy game for Steph. Because I think... I don't even think it's a legacy game for him because he's already cemented his legacy. It has. But yeah, no, no doubt Steph Curry is what Steph Curry is going to be. But we said this before this finals even started. There is still this groundswell of opinion. You know what I feel like you're getting confused with legacy with game changing series swings. I think you're getting Yeah, but people consider those legacy games though. It's like one of those games that you okay. Like LeBron LeBron's LeBron's legacy was always cemented before that Boston game six. But they still call that a legacy game. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Now, this is how I look at it, right? So you got I completely lost my train of thought. But Steph at forty three and ten, just remember that. But he, but he good though. Forty three and ten, like he good. him but getting no, ten rebounds. The, the legacy of, and momentum. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this could. This reminds me of this game when Aiden got blocked by Giannis. 
Yeah. Steph doing what he did to me is the equivalent of that shifting the whole shifting, series. Shifting the whole series. You know what it you know what all it really means? It's one of those things that are gonna highlight the resume. Mm, I, I, I yeah. get it. He's he's already secured MVP. Let's just put it if the Warriors win, he's secured MVP. Yeah, that's done. That there's not even a Jason Taylor's getting MVP if Boston wins just because. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter it doesn't who matter. else what it is. We know what they J- want. Jalen Brown made Jaylen one Brown. mistake by not scoring enough in garbage time yeah. tonight to, to score more than Jason yes. Tatum. So that already is, but this here is, this is the momentum game. I, like I said, I think the Warriors should, they should win the series. They should win the series at the point where it's, everything's in their favor. They win the next game. They got another home game just in case. And they play a lot better. And for the Warriors to lose two games in a row, that's tough. I, we said that game one. Like, you you don't know. Either one of these teams do. Like, Boston hasn't lost two games in a row this entire playoffs. That's why this next game is going to be so interesting. They, have ne- they always bounce back and win during this whole playoff run. I want to talk about some contributors off the bench for the Warriors because I thought Gary Payton was amazing in his 10 minutes. It seemed like he was on the floor longer. He changes up a lot. Of he does so much. He, you know what? He actually makes the plays that we still think Draymond makes, if that if that makes sense. It makes sense, but I feel that he just has an intangible right now that he knows his role, yeah. and he just has to stick to it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to go outside of the realm of, I have to force the like okay. The difference between Jordan Poole and Gary Payton. Jordan Poole is gonna say, "But he's a good shooter. I can shoot this ball." Jordan Poole is gonna say, "I get in this contract. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I get in these shots up. Like this, the finals." You too? heard he said his nickname is Kid Splash. <laughs> no, so like geez. he's the third splash. One. <laughs> so that's just put it this way: everything you need to know. If Frank was a GM oh, for a Christ. team, Poole's getting a max deal. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So he was good. I'm still confused at the... I always mess up on pronouncing his name. The dude from the Kings. The dude from the Kings. How do you pronounce... Yes, how do you pronounce his name? Belicia, yes. No, here's the thing. I'm still confused at his minutes. I don't know why you're confused with that. Because I feel... First of all, he played for a dead team in Sacramento, right? He He did. And he used to like... Now he got something to play for. But when he plays... The Warriors actually win. You know what? You know what? I just want. I think. But I, you know what he is? A, a threat. A stretch five. Yeah. He's, he's a, a stretch four. He, he's stretch a threat five. because he can make a three point shot. He's a, And you know what's surprising? He's actually doing well on defense. Let's give him his credit that he, he's, he's super upper body. F- fair enough because they are trying to. They. When he's switched on to somebody, they see it as a mismatch, but they're not really taking advantage of it like mm-hmm. how you would expect. But I think I was just surprised because I wanted to see those 10 minutes go to Kaminga. Okay, yes. Kaminga should be getting minutes as well. But if you win the game, yeah, yeah. you did something right. Yeah. And remember the two games that he has played in significant minutes, they yeah. won. Yeah. So I think because last game they didn't play him like at all. Just play him. I, I mean, what? I... It frustrates me, and this frustrates me at the national team level too. You have twelve players that that could play, right? Yeah. All right, play them. But they're but, good enough to play. But you know when it gets down to a certain point. Yes, but I also feel that if you put them in for two minutes, mm-hmm. it's not going to affect the game. Like people think, like, oh my god, they're not going to go on a seventeen trillion to zero run, and you could pull them out as quickly as you put them in. Because Yudoka is pretty much playing six guys at this point, like. Are you surprised that Grant Williams is 
playing the same amount of time basically as Pritchard. Because Grant Williams gets got 13 minutes in game four. Pritchard got 10. <laughs> do, do you see the six guys? Yeah, Yudoka's That's, Yudoka's not you, messing around no, at this Yudoka point. said y'all can play and y'all can be tied. I don't care. Y'all yeah. got y'all got the offseason. I'll give you three days off. That's what it is. And the only reason Horford's minutes were limited is because Derek White was shooting so well, he couldn't take him off the floor. Like Derek White was the best player you off see, the Al bench. Horford the to me, I, to me, he's fool's gold. Like Yeah. You think he's going to get two games. I think he only has the one in him. No, he has one more in him. The, and if he he has one more 20-point game in him, he's going he's gonna to have it. Even if they lose the game, Al Horford, I feel, in an elimination game, regardless of what it is, at least one of them is going to put on something because he's like, this is my only chance. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like these players are gonna go into a different mode. Like if, if the Celtics, and here's the thing: if the Celtics go down, I feel like Marcus Smart is just gonna chuck up everything, irrational confidence, and just say, "Hey guys." That's like what Cardo said in the group because he he messaged us and he was like, "When did Marcus Smart think he could shoot shot for shot with Steph?" Oh, forever. <laughs> For, for, for Oklahoma State, but I felt like when the, he punched the guy in the face, these was the shots that Jalen Brown was supposed to be taking. Yes, no, Jalen Brown needs to attack the rim more. He needs to dunk on people. He needs to shoot more three pointers. He deserves twenty shots a game. So I was I was taking uh, notes during the game. I didn't take any in the fourth quarter because as the game ratchets up in intensity, I just always forget and I put my phone down and I get really engaged in what's going on, but. Uh, so at halftime, I was wondering, should Draymond just pull Avante Davis? Oh, no, I definitely said that in the group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said he should just retire. Should, like, should, and you said it like right after that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> should he pull Avante Davis and just be like, you know what? I ain't got it in me anymore. Yeah, like, that's I, I feel I'm like, bad. you know, when Dwayne Wade was like, uh, Buddy and De'Aaron made him retire because yeah, of yeah. whatever. Yeah, they was just playing too fast. Yeah, I feel like Draymond just needs to look and say, you know what? It ain't for me. It ain't I hear me. they pay well in Shanghai. Yeah, it, it's it's just that's not a there. billion listeners. It's just not there. Michael Beasley going back there to get paid. Yeah, they get paid too. All right, what else did I have? I have why are the Celtics the greatest first quarter team I've ever seen. We went over to that. Warriors went on that nuclear shooting stretch. I guess we should have seen this coming from the first quarter because they were down twelve six. Uh, That's the thing. Being down in this series means being down 15 points means nothing unless you're in the fourth quarter. Because right after that, Clay hit a three, Wiggins hit a three, Steph hit two, and then the Warriors were doing that thing that they do. Uh, let's Score see. baskets. The, so Grant Williams hit a three to end the first quarter, and I immediately put he exceeded Draymond's point total for the entire game. And yeah. guess what? That was right. That was it. That was it. <laughs> His three surprised Draymond in the whole game. What do we have good in the second I quarter? still want you to, We got to bet $5 that Draymond's I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do for it every Monday. single game. I'm for definitely going to do it game, Monday. Gonna, what's the payout going to be? I'm going to post I it. feel like the payout is $6 trillion. Let's just go. Let's. Just, I'm just going to put 10 on it the next game. I'm gonna do that for game, uh, game, five and that's gonna make Monday. our watching experience. Yes, it will. So great because we're gonna be rooting for Draymond to hit this three, and he's gonna brick everyone, right? So in the second quarter, I mentioned being confused at the Balenciaga minutes, and then I went. So every time Draymond got the ball, the Boston crowd was booing him, and I thought to myself, should they really be booing him, or should they be cheering when he has the ball? Because Nothing good happens for the Warriors when he has the ball. Oh, like, I would I, be like, yeah. Ooh. I'm like, why are y'all booing that? Y'all should want him to shoot. He's terrible. You know what they need to do? Just like 
once he gets the ball atop the key, everyone just man to man, double team Steph, and just let him go. Yeah, just yeah, let him. He's gonna pass the ball. He's gonna brick a shot. There was a point where I put uh, the Warriors just have picks, no rolls, and in bracket, maybe John is right. They don't run plays. No, they don't. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say this. They run plays, right? They, yeah, like we know they run. They do run plays. But when Jordan Poole looks off Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, there are times where, okay, and I'm going to be very specific. Setting the screen is not running the play. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not running the play because they'll set the screen up to, they'll set two screens up, run around. That's not really running the play. That is like, let's see if we get the open shot and shoot a three-pointer. That is Steph and Clay like, run around until y'all get and open. And you know what? I don't understand, like, because I've seen DeMarco coach. I've seen his practices. There is no way in hell that DeMarco has come up with his own practice scheme because he's going to just follow what, Steve Kerr does because that's what he's learning. That's he, what that's what he's talking. You know how much paint touches we do in practice? Yeah. I see zero of them. Like it, it happened a little later where Draymond did it because he was scared to shoot. Yeah. But it's just like he'll touch the paint, throw it out, and then that's it, it'll work. You just gotta I don't know why they're so scared of Draymond still. I I <laughs> like I'm thinking about it now, like, hold on. Draymond was missing everything when he was everything. Anyway, they don't they there are portions of the like they I don't said, run plays. I just like I just like your narrative that they don't, they run, don't plays. run plays. It's fine. Let's stick with it. Also, I feel Steve Kerr got to learn how to use timeouts better. He's got to learn to do a lot of things. Because though. there's a point in the game. They won the game, and yes, great. They won the game. You could say what I like how you think through a different coaching <laughs> prism and a different coaching yes. perspective now since you've been on the There bench. are times, and it's like, okay, you can see the players are dejected down, something, right? Let them play through. There are times to do that. And then the Greg Poffridge is the best. Ten seconds into timeout. Yeah. Like we got we gotta do something if about Pop this. Pop sees a defensive breakdown on the first play of the game, he's calling timeout. Yeah. And one of my final notes, I swear to God, we had to have a NBA finals record for deflected passes. Cause I feel like it was happening on just about every play. Like were people just nervous or just making bad plays or what the hell was going on? I blame the Boston fans. 